Hello and welcome to this Mike's podcast. My name's Reverend Jodie Stoll and I'm the vicar at St Mike's in Harrow. Today we're going to uh, pray together using the prayer during the day for Passion Tide from the Church of England. You can find that on their website um, or you can down, uh, download an app called Time to Pray onto your phone and we can pray together. But if you don't have any of those things, we can pray together anyway. Just uh, follow the words through um, as we say them. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. My trust is in you, O Lord. I have said, you are my God. We adore you, O Christ, and we bless you because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. Holy God, holy and strong, holy and immortal, have mercy upon us. We glory in your cross, O Lord, and praise and glorify your holy resurrection, for by virtue of the cross joy has come to the whole world. And one of the psalms for today is Psalm 69. Hide not your face from your servant, O Lord. Save me, O God, for the waters have come up even to my neck. I sink in deep mire where there is no foothold. I have come into deep waters and the flood sweeps over me. I have grown weary with crying. My throat is raw. My eyes have failed from looking so long for my God. Those who hate me without any cause are more than the hairs of my head. Those who would destroy me are mighty. My enemies accuse me falsely. Must I now give back what I never stole? O oh God, you know my foolishness and my faults are not hidden from you. Let not those who hope in you be put to shame through me, Lord God of hosts. Let not those who seek you be disgraced because of me, O God of Israel. For your sake have I suffered reproach. Shame has covered my face. I have become a stranger to my kindred, an alien to my mother's children. Zeal for your house has eaten me up. The scorn of those who scorn you has fallen upon me. I humbled myself with fasting, but that was turned to my reproach. I put on sackcloth also and became a byword among them. Those who sit at the gate murmur against me, and the drunkards make songs about me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. Hide not your face from your servant, O Lord. Thirsting on the cross, your Son shared the reproach of the oppressed and carried the sins of all. In him, O God, may the despairing find you, the afflicted gain life, and the whole creation know its true King, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. So I'm going to read um, 
our scripture reading for today. Uh, and I'm going to um, join it together with a sonnet which has been written by Malcolm Guite um, on this very subject. So the text we're going to read is from Mark's Gospel, chapter 13, verses 24 to 29. But in those days, after that tribulation, the sun shall be darkened and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars of heaven shall fall, and the powers that are in heaven shall be shaken, and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory, and then shall he send his angels and shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from the uttermost part of the earth to the uttermost part of heaven. Now learn the parable of the fig tree, when her branch is yet tender and putteth forth leaves, ye know that summer is near. So ye, in like manner, when ye shall see these things come to pass, know that it is nigh, even at the doors. So we begin to contemplate the end with shadowed glimpses of apocalypse. How can we even start to understand the heavens shaken and the vast eclipse of everything that we have ever known, then suddenly revealed the power and glory, once veiled in symbols of the Lamb and throne, the all-revealing climax of our story? About that day, you tell us, no one knows, for we must wake and watch for you, look up, Yet hidden in this warning you disclose a tender yearning, a deep stirring hope, and bid us in the visions that you bring to see the world's end as a sign of spring. In the Christian faith there is a, um, a sense of that great apocalypse, um, that great revelation, these words are linked together, um, that world's end, uh, when Jesus will return and gather us up and all things will be made right. But there is another stream as well in the Christian faith, which talks of... Um, what we might call little apocalypses, little apocalypses, times in our history, um, in our world, in our nations, um, when the world as we know it ends. Uh, in this moment in time, I hear often at the moment the phrase, um, when things go back to normal. And I'm trying to resist using that phrase. Um, there might be other phrases we can use, like when circumstances change. <laughs> um, and that's because I think we are in a world-changing moment. The world as we know it um, is ending. Uh, what is happening to us means that the world that comes out of this will not be the same as the world that we have known. And that can be anxiety-inducing, uh, it can make us fearful, 
Um, and that is adding to the fear that we might already be feeling uh, for the safety and health of ourselves and those that we love. But this um, text from scripture and the sonnet which has been written by Malcolm Geit reminds us that in the Christian story, um, the end of the world means the beginning of another world. And the beginning of that world is linked with um, the building of the new kingdom of God. That life comes from death. That the thing that begins is different, perhaps even better, <clears throat> even better than the thing which has ended. That we should be on the lookout for signs of spring, for green shoots, for the new thing that God is doing. So if you have always been used to thinking of the word apocalypse as, um, as a scary and difficult word, perhaps begin to think of it as the place where resurrection happens, as the place where God is and is bringing something new. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Let's pray together for our world. With faith and love and in union with Christ, let us offer our prayer before the throne of grace. Have mercy on your people for whom your son laid down his life. Bring healing and wholeness to people and nations and have pity on those torn apart by division. Strengthen all who are per persecuted for your name's sake and deliver them from evil. Look in mercy upon all who suffer and hear those who cry out in pain and desolation. Bring comfort to the dying and gladden their hearts with the vision of your glory. Give rest to the departed and bring them with your saints to glory everlasting. Let us commend the world for which Christ died to the mercy and protection of God. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Most merciful God, who by the death and resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ, delivered and saved the world, grant that by faith in him who suffered on the cross, we may triumph in the power of his victory 
through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. As we stand at the foot of the cross, as our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. May Christ our Saviour give us peace. Amen. Mm -hmm.